Hi sis, I am so glad you're here today. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about ditching the false comforts and giving you four ways to discern God's truth so you can follow in his ways and bear his good fruit in your life. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hey guys, so today I'm going to be talking to you about counterfeit truth versus the real truth and why is it so important to be able to discern the counterfeit truth versus the real truth so when i say the real truth i'm talking about the god's truth the truth of god god's word versus counterfeit truth that is often presented through culture and society and on instagram and its source is the father of lies the enemy himself so i think we need to especially in this day and age where so many different truths are being constantly thrown at us we need to be able to filter and discern what is the real truth what is god's truth because when we follow god's truth we can walk fully in his plans and his purposes for our lives on this earth so four filters you can use for discerning truth are one the does it bear fruit so in matthew 7 15 through 20 it says beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravenous wolves you will know them by their fruits do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles even so every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit a good tree cannot bear bad fruit nor can a bad a good bad tree bear good fruit Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. So is this truth, is this counterfeit truth um, or this thing in your life that um, maybe you're experiencing, you're like, oh man, maybe this isn't so true. Is it bearing good fruit in your life? Um, Is it bearing the fruits of the spirit of patience? of humility of kindness or is it bearing is it bearing fruits that are things not of god unforgiveness uh, selfishness uh, covetness like are those the things that it's producing so really looking at okay is this producing good fruit in my life or is this producing bad fruit and um, whether it's in your life or if it's in others lives so if you're seeing good fruits and bad fruits in others lives Um, That's a good way to gauge it as well. So two, is it true? Does it align with God's word? Wow. So a plug I want to put for you guys is Sadie Robertson's YouTube video. It's called Is It True? She has an amazing podcast called Whoa, It's Good Podcast. I listen to it all the time. Um, Go look up that video. You guys will want to watch it. She shows so deep on truth and it's such a good good talk and really inspired me for this podcast episode so 
Does it align with God's word? Because God's word is the ultimate truth. It will withstand the test of time every time and it never changes, right? So the thing with counterfeit truth is that I'm sure you've seen out in the world is that it's constantly changing. Um, You know, oh, it's, you know, oh, it's fine if, you know, people are um, doing this. Oh, well, now it's not fine. Oh, well, it constantly is up and down, changing viewpoints and um, really sides. Um, However, the truth of God never changes and it's always the same. It's constant. It's the most secure thing that we can look to for our source of truth. So if you're looking and looking at, you know, things on the online, on Instagram, and you're like, wow, that doesn't align with God's word. And if you don't know what the word says about like a specific issue, uh, pornography, um, addiction, whatever is like you're seeing in the world, um, same sex attraction, go look it up and say, what does the Bible say about this? And look for verses where you can go dig and do the uh, research yourself on what the Bible says. Because why it's important to look for yourself is that there's so many people that share commentaries and those can be so helpful and awesome, but you need to know the source of those commentaries because if the source is bearing bad fruit um, in their lives, you may not want to be following that source. The true source, the best source um, you can go to is the word itself. Um, So definitely look up where the verses are and do the research yourself. And don't like be hesitant to ask for help in interpreting scripture. We want to make sure we're interpreting it the right way in the right context and not just in our own um, filter in our limited, our limited uh, mindset. So asking um, your leaders at church, asking trusted sources or people that you followed for a long time. These are all good ways um, to get more revelation on scripture or a better understanding of God's word. And even Bible studies that are out there specifically on that book, that verse, they are out there. And I will link some of those resources below for you guys. Another filter you can run the truth by is, does it bring you closer to God? So if someone is saying, you know, it's totally cool if you like do tarot cards, um, does that bring me closer to God? It's totally cool if you are in a bisexual relationship, does that bring me closer to God? It's totally cool if you read horoscopes every day. Does that bring me closer to God? This is what you can ask when you are presented with truths that where it seems like everything, everyone in society is saying it's okay. Everyone in the culture is saying it's okay. So therefore it must be okay. No, it's like we need to know that it is going to bring us closer to God. We need to know that it aligns with God's word and we need to know that it's going to bear good fruit in our lives we're testing the things that we hear we're testing the truths we're discerning the truths to see if they're actually the real truth or is it a counterfeit truth the counterfeit truth will always produce sin and death in your life in the word it says the wages of sin are death so we want to follow in god's truth and know god's truth 
The last one, does it quench or grieve the spirit? So I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit within you, when you know you are engaging in this thing or you are listening to someone talk about what's okay and what's not okay, and it's just totally like in your spirit, you're like, this isn't right. Or even the Holy Spirit has convicted you about something and you're there like, oh, wow, like I need to change that. That shows you right there like, okay, this is not from God because God is not against himself and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God. So he's going to, Holy Spirit is going to convict you in alignment with God's word, God's will and God's purposes for your life. So you can trust Holy Spirit's convictions. And if your belief or your counterfeit truth is um, quenching that or grieving that or um, pushing down the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life, that is not of God. And that, therefore, if it's not of God, it's a counterfeit truth. Don't let, allow yourself to be sold on the counterfeit truth. So even with these filters and these questions that we have to help us discern what's true, what's God's truth, and what's counterfeit truth, we hold, we still hold on to counterfeit because it becomes our source of comfort. Instead of moving forward in the unknown of what God has for us, we stick to the familiar routine of searching for the new thing. Even though we're exhausted, even though we're getting nowhere, even though it's not bearing any fruit in our lives. So why do people take up the counterfeit over the real thing that leads to God's purposes? And I think it's a few reasons. Simply because it's comfortable right? We love our routines. We love clenching onto the things that bring us comfort. Um, and this can be things that aren't naturally, you know, sinful. Like, like I'm going to, every time I get stressed and anxious, I'm going to go buy a muffin at the store. I go and uh, indulge in something. I go and, you know, work out. Like I turn to other things other than God is my source of comfort in the moments of anxiety, in a moment of turmoil, in a, more, in a moment of stress, in a moment where I, sur- I basically, I need a lifeline and I'm grabbing, it's like I'm grabbing for the Lord is like tossing you the lifeline, but yet you're grabbing for like this stick that's just going to help you float versus grabbing you know, the buoy that's attached to the boat where you can get out of the water and get out of the waves of and get out of the storm. So when we take the stick or we lay on the stick or whatever, that's just going to keep us floating in the storm. We're not really getting in. We're there. We're staying stuck in our own mess because we don't grab hold of the lifeline that's going to take us to the boat we're going to be safe and secure. That's what we're doing when we choose the counterfeit truth. So we've got to really be real with ourselves and look at what are we allowing to comfort us? Is it God or is it a counterfeit? 
is it the Holy Spirit who says he is my comforter? I'm go- Jesus said in the Bible, I will send after me a comforter, a counselor. There's been lots of different names for the Holy Spirit. A teacher, um, and he will teach you all things. So we, it's, it is more advantageous for us to seek out comfort through God and the Holy Spirit than comforts and things in the world. And again, these comforts can be things that aren't sinful, right? It doesn't say thou shall not eat a muffin in, in the Bible, but when we're making it our source of comfort, it becomes an idol. And that's what the Lord really wants to just break us free from. Break us free from these counterfeits that we've tried to make our truth and our life and our way. When really Jesus is saying, I'm the truth, the life, the way. Come to me, all who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's what Jesus is offering through him. Through the real truth, the real way, and the real life. And so, and the question you have to ask yourself is what matters more? The counterfeit or the real thing? The counterfeit truth or the real truth? The counterfeit relationship or the real relationship with Jesus? The counterfeit life or a life of purpose and meaning where you're walking in the promises in God's will or the counterfeit belief system or the real truth the real way and the real life because culture and society has convinced us that there is some gray area but in reality the gospel Jesus is black and white he is yes and no And we have to be willing to say no in a world full of yes. I just want to read for you a scripture, Matthew 5.37. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Gray areas are evil. Gray areas are not truth. Gray areas are counterfeit. Jesus is black and white. He is yes and no, and his promises are yes and amen. We have to stop convincing ourselves that the gray area is okay. It's okay if you follow God and watch porn. It's okay if you follow God and have a same-sex relationship. It's okay if you follow God and fill in the blank. We've got to stop fooling ourselves and thinking that we can have a little bit of the world and all of God at the same time. It's one or the other. The mixture is not our calling. The gray area is not our calling. We are called to be all in for Jesus. And if we're following his example, he lived in communion and obedience to the Father until death. That's our call full obedience, and full trust in our Father. But the great news about this is is that you have a loving Father who wants and has the best plans for you. So do we believe that God has the best plans for our life or do we believe that we have the best plans for our life?
when we start to see the love of the Father and experience the love he has for us, we will be able to trust and obey him in all things, even if they make us uncomfortable, even if they challenge our thoughts or our ways of thinking, even if they don't follow the status quo. Because we have God's truth. He is an everlasting God who never changes and his love for you never changes. That's the truth you want to follow. That's the hope. That's where you want to put your hope in. That's what you want to have as your source of comfort. Not the things of the world that are shifting and changing constantly. Find your hope in God and follow his truth. And John 8, 3, 1 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, so you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Thank you so much for listening and being here. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, the best way that you can say thanks is leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or following us on Spotify. I would love if you would connect with us at the Sisters of Christ on Instagram. That's our connection place where we get to hear from you guys, whether you're DMing us or leaving a comment. It really does mean a lot. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.